Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new channel, why don't you should consider subscribing, um, hitting the bell icon, and so you made aware of any time we put new content on, or even join the Patreon. We had our first Patreon the other day, so uh, big shout out to Mick Clifford, who is our first Patreon of the channel. So thank you, Nick. Thank you, Mick. Very, very appreciative. Um, today's guest, guests, we'll say plural now, because we've joined another, we're joined by a father and son, duo but from across the pond um and we've just managed to get them in before they have to tee off oh how the other half live <laughs> absolutely horrible weather here what's it like over there on the, in california is it nice it's beautiful sunshine in about 82 <sighs> 82 right now right no it's not that here anyway it's it's scott and brooks um lowell how, how are you guys both you well we're, we're great how are you doing russ yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's uh, obviously we're filming this. On a, this will film on a Saturday, so Saturday night in the UK, Saturday sort of lunchtime it, it, over in the on, on specific time. So yeah, I'm very well. Have my, I've had my uh, my Saturday curry. So nice. yeah, so yeah, so <laughs> it probably will repeat on me somewhat throughout the interview. It doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> how have you both? How have you both been in this sort of weird, you know, world we live in now? Well. Brooks just graduated from university, so uh, he uh, he did not get to have his commencement, which is a really yeah. important thing. Yeah. So um, and then for me, I've been working from home for almost six months now. And um, and, you know, I miss that. I miss going out and visiting with my clients. But, it, it you know, it is what it is. Slowly but surely, we're starting to open up. So, yeah, you know, we just want to get back to normal. We want to get back to normal so we can travel because we, we, yeah. we can't we can't do anything. No, no, yeah, it's awful, isn't it? I'm the same. I, yeah, we. I think I spent. Uh, I think I spent two days in the office since since beginning of March. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you went back in, and then like then Boris said we all had to go out. So okay, everyone back. So it was fun while it lasted. But I know what you mean. It's um, it's it's the travel, isn't it? And you know we've obviously missed you know, in the UK, missed the holiday season and stuff like that. Really. So it's um, 
not really much you can do really is it? it's got to sort of sit and, and wait really isn't it so that's, the, yeah. that's the best thing to do to be honest isn't it but yeah. uh at least at least west ham are keeping us occupied so there's always something going on with west ham and yes yeah. <laughs> they're in a bit of form at the moment so we, we record this on saturday so this will be out after the tottenham game so i won't say too much about predictions because Knowing West Ham, we don't know what's going to happen with being West Ham fans, do we? Don't know what the team's going to have. But it's not, it, yeah. but it's the Spurs, so yeah. you, you you know Antonio's going to have a good game. He's going to have a good game. So that still means, I mean, it's a was it four? Is it five o'clock kickoff in the UK? So not too bad for you guys for once, which must be nice. No, we were just talking about how you know uh, it's not a 7 a.m. It's, it's an eight 30 kickoff and that works just perfect for us. Yeah. I mean, when they, when, when you have a noon kickoff or 1230, um, you know, I, I'll go to bed saying I'm going to record it and, it, and I, I can't sleep. <laughs> I wake up and watch it. I'm up at four, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's one of those things, isn't it? It's like when you know you're going on vacation. See, I said vacation, not holiday, because I know we're talking to our friends if possible. Pod, um, you have you, got, you know you're going on vacation. You've got an early flight, and so you you know you, you say you say thing. I'm going to go to sleep. I'll be up at three, and we'll get to the airport. And but you don't sleep, do you? You just do it. You just know because you know you have to get or or maybe uh, you know the first day back at school where you can't sleep the night before because you've had you've had like you know a, a lie in for like six weeks or six months or whatever, and you're like, oh, I can't go to sleep. And uh, it's the same with West Ham, and particularly for you guys. I mean, I I have so many so much props to you guys because like you're up at silly o'clock to watch. Uh, a little team in East London, really. <laughs> well, all about. We can. It's 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 basically a disease. We can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> We've been bitten. <laughs> yeah, there's no cure for this one, unfortunately. No, there is no cure. Yeah, Trump Trump can't put uh put can't, can't swallow uh what was it the Dettol and detergents to try and get rid of this one, bless him. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it, as you said, it's like a bug, isn't it? Well, once you're in, you're in. But yeah. um, and and for me, it's always I, that's why I love talking to guys outside of outside of London, really, in Essex, really, because you know, let alone the other side of the world, really, because you know, I just feel like you guys, you know, I think we're a bit spoiled because I, I live like twenty minutes away from the ground um and so you you know it's not blase yeah you are you're blase to it really um until obviously recent times where people haven't been able to go to the games but for you guys you know just the opportunity to go come to london stadium like maybe once a season maybe and it must Mm. be just i think you guys are more fanatical than than the, the local fans because you have that sort of there's that sort of detachment in terms of geographical distance um and that's why i love talking to all the american hammers guys because you just guys are absolute ace you're all crazy west ham fans particularly i don't think i would get up at 3 30 to watch west ham i'll be that honest i'll be perfectly honest i don't think i would it's it's not a choice it's not a choice i don't set an alarm i just wake up at like 2 30 and i can't go back to sleep because <laughs> i know there's a match i always i have the best intentions like yeah, I'm going to record it, right? I'm going to DVR it. I'm going to sleep in. No. Nope. I'll tell him the night before, don't text me. Don't call me. I'm sleeping in. I'll text him at 4.01. I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love it. It's brilliant. So, obviously, as you said, you, you know, you've, you've, you've had the bug. Um, you've been bitten. You've been contaminated with, with Claret and Blue. Um, but how did it start? 
Why, why are you a West Ham fan, Scott? And we'll ask Brooks as well. But yeah, Scott, why, why are you a West Ham fan? Well, my story's crazy. So I, I was an American footballer and I played all through my four years at, at university. And I'm from Massachusetts and uh, I'm on holiday back in Massachusetts. I'm 25 years old. So I'm much younger. So it's been a fan now. This is my 29th year, right? So I'm, I'm in a pub and a friend of mine happens to own the pub. And the night before he tells me, hey, you coming in tomorrow night? And I said, yeah. And he said, uh, my, one of my friends, Alan from London, his uh, nephew and two of his uh, kids, or two of his mates are, are here and you know, kind of want you to just take them under your wing and they're here for a week. And, and both my brother-in-law and I were like, oh, we'd love to do that. So from the moment I met these dudes, they, I mean, they're freaking mental. By the end of the week, I could say every Cockney rhyme that there ever was. I, knew, I, I mean, it was, it was just crazy. And man, could they drink beer? But anyways, so, so at the time I was, I was uh, running a huge nightclub in Sacramento, California. And so I spend the week with the guys and the whole time we're talking American football uh, up against, you know, West Ham and, and, um, and they just can't stop talking about West Ham. And so I'm now, now I'm intrigued, right? So I'm running a club and I tell these guys who are 22 guys are 21, one guy's 22. And I said, listen, if you can find your way to Sacramento, I run a huge club. Um, I'll let you guys in free drinks all the time. And you just got to get there. And I gave them my address. I am not kidding because this is prior to, to cell phones, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I gave them my phone number as well. So I fly home to Sac- Sacramento from, from Boston. A week later to the day after I got home, I am, I am not kidding you. I'm walking out to the central laundry place at this apartment complex and a station wagon pulls in and it's tooting at me like crazy. And it's the three guys, the three English guys. <laughs> they put their money together and they bought a station wagon, like a 1970 Chrysler or something. And they drove across country and they just showed up. So I guess the station wagon broke down in like the desert. They, they On the side of the road, they fixed it. So they show up and I'm like, I'm living with this girl. She has no idea they're coming. Russ, they stayed three months. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, man. they stayed with me three months in a one bedroom apartment. It was a, you know, it was a nice apartment, one bedroom, big living room. Uh, but these guys, oh my gosh, it was the summer of my life. Well, Fast forward, we make a deal that, and so they they meet um, the field goal kicker that was on my my college football team, and we all become such good friends, and we make a deal. We're going back the next next uh, that winter, so we we fly out, and I'm telling you, it was a hour before we were even in Upton Park, and I I, I was so hooked, and I hadn't even watched a second of a match. I mean, just the like the the razor's edge atmosphere in the pubs. We went in the bowling, and we went in. Um, what's it? The Queen's Head. And, yeah, 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 yeah. We we went in them all, and it and it was like scary. Like like you guys are mental, but yeah. 
But once you understand the, the mentalness of, and, and you and you like are like this is kind of cool, I like it. Then you're just freaking hooked. So and 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 by the way, then there was a match, and I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> from that day forward, um, I have flown six times. Brooks and I just went over um, Christmas, and um, I've flown six times. I've been to 13 matches. Um, the the family that of the the boys that I met turn out to be a kind of a prominent East end family with just crazy ties. So some of the things that, that we've been able to do are, have been crazy. Um, yeah. when Brooks, when Brooks was 12, he traveled over with a school and I'll go ahead. I'll let you tell him. Sure. Um, part of the trip was coming to London and, um, uh, my mom came with me as well and we extended our stay to stay with the family. And, uh, yeah, I'm not really exactly sure how I was able to do this, but uh, my first time ever there being like 12 years old, I was able to get like a private tour of uh, Upton Park and go into like right. the locker rooms and even out, not onto the grass, but out on the pitch and walk around yeah. and get the whole private perspective of it all. He, he, he walked out like Hugo. <laughs> yeah. you put, no, actually, the Hugh never bloody walked out, did he? Bless him. <laughs> he scored today. He scored his full debut today. No, oh. it, and it's, that's amazing. That's a, I love stuff like that. But obviously, the, what you didn't realize, Scott, is is that West Ham fat we do now is obviously West Ham fans do anything for free drink. So if it means yeah. <laughs> cross country, <laughs> the Chrysler. Right. That's so, mental. Yeah, so he he got to do that, and then. um I mean, just the, the the stories of the things that I've been involved in, in, involved in, just out of the pure coincidence of meeting these guys in Boston. And you have to understand that my family is a huge sports family. Um, mm. I mean, every, every sport growing up, um, I played, and um, I had my my family had their uh, New England Patriots season tickets going back all the way to 1978. Uh, when when I lived in San Diego. Um, we had our Charger season tickets for 23 years. So we are used to the culture of being at an event. It's like yeah. from, from when I was a baby. But I have to tell you that um, the, the whole setup of the Premier League, what really, really hooked me was the fact that you can be relegated. And the, import <laughs> yes. and, yeah, and, yeah. And the importance that, that puts on every single game. And so you can't be like a franchise here in the States. Yeah. Right, you can't be a franchise and just, and if you stink, you can what we call tank, and you can purposely almost, if you're in ownership, you could purposely not field a good team in the hopes of getting an, a, a first round draft choice the next year. Yeah. Well, in the Premier League, you cannot do that, and yeah. and that's kind of why. I mean, we both talk about Moise all the time, but if you think about the importance of every game and how you have to have players that understand that they have to give their all you can't have players mm -hmm. that sign a contract and just want the money and then kind of coast because then you run the risk of being relegated exactly exactly right? that, it's such an unusual thing you know because right. obviously we're the other way around so obviously every gay every whether it's whether it's soccer or football sorry or it's football whether it's you know rugby you know there's it there's always the, the the threat of relegation and, right. and obviously the promotion and obviously it's, you know if you're if you're not if you're not in the in the playoffs you know you or or you're not having a good season you know you you know you're I know, 
I don't know, zit naught for five or whatever. You know, you're not, you're not going to get, you're going to care for the rest of the season. That's it. You know, your season's over after about half a dozen games, really, doesn't it? Really, yeah. So how it's panning out, and um, yeah, no, it's a bizarre, it is a bizarre con because you think there's no consequences, but then as you said, for you guys, it's your franchise, it's more franchise based, so it's completely different. Um, no, it's brilliant, man. <laughs> so you, t- you, yeah. So you take somebody who's my 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 first twenty five years of life. I only knew this structure. And then, then I got introduced to your structure. And Sorry, all- stop doing stuff, please. <coughs> Sorry about. Sorry, my my mic is a bit funny. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, I was just saying that. Um, I've my first twenty five years are are with the structure of sports in this country, and and I didn't I didn't know nah. you know really. And then once I once I learned ab- about um, relegation. I mean, for me, that that is why I just love it because you cannot sit on your laurels. Yeah. You have to, uh, and and um, so that's why that's why you want to build a team of players that are hungry and 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 because um, and then how about the pressure of just the fan base? You just take <laughs> West West Ham's freaking mental fan base. Could you, I mean. When they're in a rel- like last year, it's complete. First of all, Twitter's a complete meltdown, anyways, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we try to get information, and and every morning I I spend like my first half an hour scrolling, and it's just a disaster of misinformation. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Particularly, obviously, we had everything that happened on on Friday with Ben Rama, and yeah. uh, and and two or three days before then, and. You know, as you said, you go through your timeline, and I just hate the way the Twitter always jumps from different minutes and then three hours, and it isn't. It's always really, you know, it's it's not in some sort of. It's never in really good chronological chronological order. And uh, he's he's signed. He's not. He's signed. He's not. He's on loan. He's it's like literally everything contradicted each other. But uh, and and that's unfortunate. That's you know, I mean. You know, you look back to, I mean, I've interviewed guys who have been supporting West Ham for, you know, for the 60s and stuff like that, and they would only get their sports information via a newspaper or, or by on, on the television, you know, in terms of the sports reports on television. And actually, I think it was, a, although it was a simpler time, I think it was a, a better time for information because you there was no in the nose there were no people who were trying to just get clicks and and get right. sort of notoriety you know and if you missed the sport report well, i mean one guy i one guy who's martin martin godliman who's the announcer at west ham um he he supported west ham because of martin peters uh, you know obviously in 1966 and you know he was like, oh, I, I support the team that he plays for um his first game was west ham v spurs ironically um at spurs in 1970 he missed the news report that said that martin peters had moved to spurs and so he turns up ready to see peters in a claret and blue shirt and he turns out <laughs> in a top shirt you know it's like <laughs> and so yeah you couldn't miss it but it's uh yeah it's just so much misinformation particularly for you guys as well because you're you're on the delay as well so to speak you're eight hours back so right everything's happening it's just yeah it's just loads do do we even know <laughs> did ben rama fail a medical <laughs> we still don't know something, right something with his what blood. was that all about what's we going do on not with, know. what's going on with this blood and what i mean i mean and what <laughs> i mean look we, i i don't know if this is the right platform but i'll do, what's going on i mean sullivan oh jeez <laughs> That, I do not know what went on that borough. I think it, whether's you know, I don't think we'll ever find out really what went on with there. Um, it could be a masterstroke. 
it could be a masterstroke. You know what I mean? It's like it's not, you know, I, rather than, you know, in, in my opinion, the, the boy, he looks fantastic. He's really yeah. exciting. Um, but he looks exciting when he was playing championship football. Right. And never played Premier. Yeah. And I'm really excited about him playing because I think we, we, we love a maverick. You know, we haven't yeah. had a maverick since Payet. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and or on out of it, maybe. Um, and and we have we need something like that just because it's you know, not so much now, I think, not so much now when there's no fans, but when the fans go back, yeah, he's going to be yeah. the type of person who's going to be get everyone on their seat and, and oh. be entertaining because we want to be entertained, don't we? Yeah. Um, rather than sort of not, obviously. Um, he's unproven, um, and it's a lot of money to pay up front for him. Um, so you know, why not? try before you buy and if, well, it's, if yeah. you know so i mean yeah. the way it happened was a bit yeah. like not, but but you know to be honest it usually happens to us we usually get screwed over um right so you know i'm not i'm not condoning what's what's happened at all but but for me i just think actually yeah i mean we did the thing with suchek and it's worked oh, um unreal. and you know and and you know come january in theory we still got that money which you would have spent for Ben Rama if we need to, if things don't turn out as, as we hope. Yeah. Um, and then well, we can go in. So who knows? Well, if he follows in the f- footsteps of Antonio, and uh, so just don't be surprised if, he, if you see a Ben Rama playing right back next year for <laughs> <laughs> Antonio well, I mean- at right back. Yeah, I mean, if Masuaku played left back for us before uh, we come to this ball, you know, anything can happen. You know, I mean, that's that's like that's like one of the turnarounds. That's like one of those American team movies, isn't it? When they go mm. in, the the ugly girl, and you know she's going to be pretty underneath when she has to go to the ball. Um, and yeah. It's very much with with Masuaku. You know, he was an ugly defender, but oh, he's a, he's a beautiful left wing back now. So yeah, it's um, it, it's all fun and games. But that's again, that's what I mean. You know, the last almost 30 years scott that's being a west ham yeah. fan you know that that's going to happen and 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 it's that's a microcosm of west ham in general you know we are you know <laughs> we are the ugly girl at mm. the prom and three or four times a year we turn up and we're beautiful right and, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, so we don't know when no and, and that's that's the beauty of it i, I want to say the the leicester match uh brooks was like i think that was the four o'clock match and he's like I don't, I don't know. Just sleep in. We're, I don't. You know, it's not going to be good. And I said, look, you never know what you're going to get. You never know. No. And and you know, it's been. It, you know, after after they uh, they let you know Grady go, you you could tell that first match they were they were just a disaster. Yeah. They were they were emotionally not into it. And yeah. but the last two matches, I mean, it's been. It's been good. that last match was as good a match as I've watched them play in a long time, yeah. and I'm talking, I'm talking, every single player on the pitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just work ethic, everything about it. So, but I mean, it's but I think it's just West Ham in general. We're never really um, the the, the, mar- the phrase "it's a marathon, not a sprint" applies to West Ham quite often. I think you know we never at, are at the traps. You know, if we if we were doing a hundred meters, we'd always be behind after the first ten. Um, right. So not just obviously new, the Newcastle game this season, but obviously when we had restart and the Wolves game, we were absolutely appalling last season. And then we start getting into gear. So then you had 
the next game, which, you know, you know, every game we played, you know, we seemed to incrementally improve. So that obviously this year, obviously, yeah, we, we should have got something. The Newcastle game, we were absolute trash. And then, you know, in the league, you got the Arsenal game and we played a lot better than that. We should have got something. And then, and then you had Wolves and then you had Leicester. So we sort of get into this groove and it yeah. seems that we just, we just need just to, you know, we're like an old car. We don't, we, we have to get up. We know we're not on these electric ones, which go straight, you know, off. We have to warm up a little bit and um, let's hope we carry on going next tomorrow as well. So that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> well, and, and, and how does, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure being put already on them. You know, people calling him the new Payette, but I'm thinking, I mean, how, how does he get on the pitch right now? I mean, right now, how, I mean, who are you who are you taking off? I mean, you're not taking mm. four nails off. That guy's an assist machine, and he works his butt off. Um, mm. But I would like to see Moyes be more uh, more aggressive with his substitutes around the mm. 60, 60, 72 minute mark. We don't, you mm. know, the eighty the eighty sixth minute is, you know. I mean, you've got good players on the bench. I mean, think about our bench now. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's awesome. Yeah. And then we just got rid of one forty million pound player, you know, sent him on loan to yeah. Porto. And we've just got, a, I know, in this it's a thirty million pound player on on our books now. But uh, it's while you know, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it, you know. So I think, yeah. I think at the moment it's it's working, um, and it seems to it seems to just work in terms of there's a lot more defense, you know, defense is more stable. Obviously, that Leicester game they didn't give away a single shot. On target because yeah. obviously that one got chalked off because it was a VAR. Um, I just think there's, you know, that it, it's given the the formation has given suit. I mean, Declan Rice with Suchet next to him just gives themselves some like some license to go forward and they can take it in turns. Deck seems to be a completely new player when, when Mark's not playing because I don't think he has to pick up yeah. his pieces in all honesty. Right. Um, and Antonio has just got the and I I can't see. I can't think of any defender, maybe Van Dyke, who can keep up with him in terms of his physical physical presence. You know, he's just like he scares people, he scares defenders, and while he's not injured, keep going. Do you know what I mean? You know, that's the yeah. trouble. You know, he's he's for someone so so strong and so muscular, he can be so fragile in terms of below right. the waist. You know, with his ankles and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, I mean, the only person I've seen man handled him was uh, was Traore. Uh, for wolves and he's over, uh, and he's just well, as big you know so it's like I mean, two <laughs> two locomotives hitting each other at the same time it was mental he is <laughs> he's a monster we were we were very very we were very lucky um on this past trip we were able to be a guest of mark noble at, in the wow. players lounge and, and it's just through mutual friends mark's mom has known this family that we know for a long time so we, we were guessing oh my goodness we were treated incredibly, but we were in the lounge and it was the night Pellegrini was, was sacked. The Leicester match. The Leicester match. <laughs> and, and uh, so we saw, you know, Antonio walked right past us and I, I thought he was going to be a little taller. Um, there were some crazy things like Balbuena came out and we looked at him and we both were like, oh my gosh, he looks like 10 years younger in person. Yeah. Yeah. He looked so much younger. Um, but one of the crazy things is we didn't know what happened. And we just were waiting and waiting for Mark to come out. And we saw uh, one of Pellegrini's coaches go over to his family. And um, he gave them the news that he had just been let go. And 
um, they, he, had a, he had a son, maybe eight to 10 years old, and the son started crying. And Brooks and I were like, what, what is happening? Yeah, Something we weird is happening. We, we, did, we didn't know Pellegrini had been sacked yet. And we were just, you know, just waiting for Mark to come out. And That's so, crazy. yeah, so, that, so the, the night that we were lucky enough to get in the players' lounge is the night Pellegrini got sacked. And so it was a very weird vibe. I can imagine. Yeah. No, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. It was it was crazy. That's absolutely mental. But that's the thing, and it's but you know, it's just like the soap opera that is being a West Ham fan, isn't it? It's there's always something, there's always a subplot. Um yeah. whether it's whether it's you know something to do with with the ownership or whether it's something to do with the players or the manager and the relationship with the fans, there's there's always something going on ever since i've supported west ham and yeah and you just gotta just you just have to just watch it and it's, it's I, I love watching it, just seeing how things play out and uh yeah that pellegrini thing was just a bit you know i think it was a bit it was a failed experiment really wasn't it we yeah. we, we we you know we put everything on a on a, on a, on a six to come through and it, or a double zero and it didn't come through you know and it was right uh, right, right right obviously we're paying we're paying for a little bit it, now but oh, it's weird, yeah man. And some of the recruitment, eh, some of the recruitment maybe wasn't the best at that time. Oh, yeah. I think, you I think know, if you yeah. give, uh, yeah, no, I agree. And I think, you know, you, you know, I, I think we probably were a step too, a step too far in terms of the Pellegrini's appointment. Um, in my yeah. opinion, I think, you know, you, you, it's almost like, oh, like a massive jump from, from, from Slavin to, to Pellegrini. And, right. um, yeah, we tried to compete with the big boys, really. And I just think, yeah. Pellegrini's used to working, you know, in a in a Champions League competing team, really, isn't it? So it's totally yeah. different for him now, uh, yeah. and I just don't think it it was the right appointment at the right time. But uh, right. you know, who knows if if uh, if Fabianski hadn't got injured um, and Roberto yeah. would go <laughs> goal, then yeah. who knows what would have been? You know, he could have still he could have still been in charge. It's, it's incredible right. how one sort of it's like a domino effect, isn't it? Oh. Nothing happens, and it just all. All case through that that, but, uh, that that poor that poor guy Roberto. <laughs> he was the first guy that walked into the players' lounge, and he walked right, almost brushed right past Brooks, and we were both like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, what? Like he looked like a physical, natural athlete, yeah. and we were we were a little taken back because you know we're just watching him on TV, and he can't stop anything, <laughs> and it's just, and then. Uh, so I mean, yeah, things could have been completely different if Fabianski stays healthy. You're right. Yeah, sliding doors moment, isn't it? Sliding doors yeah. moment, or a ball crosses the line, or it hits the crossbar, or you know, it's, that's what I love about football. How one thing can make this sort of like snowball effect that, and you know, end up, you know, look where we are now. You know, it's completely different where we were planning to be because obviously, you know, to be honest, when when Pellegrini came in, you know, that, that, we were we were riding high. You know, really, you know, we yeah, were doing quite yeah. well, um, and then. One thing happens, and it's you know, in, in, in hindsight, if, if Fabianski hadn't got injured, um, you know, we had these two, you know, da- David Martin and Roberto as like our cup goalkeepers, and you know, and 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 happened, and the kids were sent out on loans, you know, actually was a clever idea, but it just it yeah. didn't work, you know, as with all yeah. West Ham fans, never really yeah. works how we planned it to work, but um, we but that we, go on. But that David Martin moment was was a really good moment, exactly. wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it really was. Yeah, beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, and it, it really. 
it just it just encapsulated everything to do with West Ham, wasn't it? It was family, yeah. and then the West Ham family, and it was just lovely to see. And yeah, it's a moment which I think, which will um, you know, will cherish for a long time because it was just yeah. a very special moment. And obviously, you know, we'd won as well. We, you know, he kept a clean sheet or other and, and all that type of stuff. And it was just yeah, lovely to see. And uh, and and yeah, you don't get many of those sort of sentimental things anymore now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about money, and it's all about and yeah, that's one of my big gripes about the modern game. You know, you don't get characters or stories like that anymore. And it was nice to have that that one moment. Um, yeah, yeah, very really, really special. Right. Anyway, let, let's move on and talk about your hammers elevens. Um, so the, the whole idea is obviously we, we we pick our eleven based on the players we've been alive to see. That's the only criteria. You can talk about whoever yeah. you want. It's, it's. I mean, you've you've seen the channel, Scott. You know, you know what's going on. Um, so you can talk about whatever yeah. you want, and we'll do we'll do both. We'll do Scott Scott and Brooks. Yeah, we'll do like we'll, we'll bounce. <laughs> we'll do like tennis. So yeah, so we we'll do right. that. So we'll start off in goal for for Scott. So who's who's going to be in goal okay. for you, man? Um, could you put a check mark who you agree with, though? See who wins. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I have less players to work with. Yeah, he does have got, less yeah players I feel to sorry for Brooks. Yeah. Um, Brooks has got, <laughs> so, so, so goalie for me, um, it's a it, it's a tough one um, between Ludo and and Rob Green, um, uh, with maybe a little Shaka Hillslop thrown in there as well. But I'll, I'll I think I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give the nod to Rob Green. I think I'm going to go with Rob Green. Yeah. 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 I liked Rob Green. He was a good keeper. Yeah. And he yep. was, a, he, you know, he was, he was a surprisingly good keeper. And obviously, you know, 2010, he helped you guys out a bit. Um, at the national team. Um, yeah. USA team. But yeah, apart from that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good point good point there you go that's why that's why i had to get the dig in there right go yeah, on then, brooks right. who are you gonna have in goal man well uh i don't have the best options i i loved adrian as a person his yeah enthusiasm and all that for the game and but uh on the pitch i would take fabianski for sure yeah good shot yeah I th- I think um, for me I think Fabianski is probably one of the is 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 technically one of the best goalkeepers we've ever had, um, I, but you know I, he, but then I liked Rob Green because he, he he's got a personality. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was like a good keeper, and he was a and he was a really I mean they're both very hard trainers, but he just had so yeah um, yes yeah, it's, it's 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 evens it's evens. I I did put Fabianski in my eleven. I'll be honest, Scott. You know so, um, <laughs> well, but yeah. No, he's- He's awesome. He's great. Player. He's all, I mean, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I just would have loved us to have him a few, a couple of years earlier as well. I mean, he's 36 now. Yeah. He's probably got another season, maybe season and a half left. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the only thing about our goalkeepers. They're all like sort of, you know, end yeah, of, yeah, yeah. the wrong end of 30s they're coming yeah. into. So, yeah, it might be. I mean, that's yeah, that's a recruitment thing we have to think about in the in the next season or so. Is is who to replace them? Um, right. Let's go for defence then. Um, let's go left back. We'll start with Scott. <laughs> Who's going to be your left back then, Scott? Uh, um. Uh. Well, it's a dicks for sure. But I've yeah. got to give a um a mention to um Psycho. So yeah, Pierce, and then. Also, um, one of my favorite favorite guys at the very beginning when I was learning about West Ham, West Ham was Nigel Winterburn. Yeah. Right. And I remember being in a carport. We were driving somewhere, 
and I don't remember what match it was. And my mate, John ran in to, to get whatever he was getting. And I stayed in the car. So I wanted, I was listening on the radio and Nigel Winter Nigel Winterburn scored a goal. <laughs> and I think, he, and I think he wore number 17 and that was my college football number. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, so I, 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 I like Nigel Winterburn, oh, but I'll, 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 I got to go with Dick. So. Yeah. 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 You'll go with Julian. Um, go on in, go on in Brooks. Who we got, man? Uh, Again, not a lot of options, and it pains, <laughs> pains me to say this because of the last couple of years have been really frustrating. But I have to go, Aaron Cresswell. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for you, you've only really got probably about two people to choose from, really, haven't yeah. you? Masuaku and Cresswell, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's you I mean he he's born he's born he's only been a, he's twenty four now he's born into it he's yeah, only yeah. known West Ham so you've got yeah. you've got some you've got some options you've got but some options yeah from my recent memories since i yeah exactly yeah because i mean you were alive for yeah. 24 years you know discuss but yeah sure. brooks but you wouldn't remember if you in the 24 year period yeah. so yeah so as you said i think you've 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 done you've picked a fair one there in terms of what you've been going for but yeah and i mean Cresswell, you know by the last couple of seasons i mean actually to be honest in the last few games he's resurrected his career yeah. by not playing as a center back you know as a left as left back yeah. by you know, moving into center and it seems to yeah. work out quite well so uh yeah, it's really good. Okay, right. Let's go. Let's go right back. Let's go to the other side then. Let's let's start with Brooks. Go on then, Brooks. You go first, man. You go on the right back. All right. It's been a bit of a carousel over there, but I think in terms of player personality and I would have to go with uh, Pablo Zabaleta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you, you're not. We haven't been blessed in recent years with with right backs. Although hopefully with Sufal we might have, you know, I think he, yeah. he, he looked he looked mustard on on the yeah. last game. So yeah, maybe we've turned the corner somewhat thanks to uh, our our head of talent relations, Thomas Sujek. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, and obviously Pablo just re- just announced his retirement, didn't he? His official retirement from football yeah. today, well, yesterday for yesterday. So yeah, no, it's it's timely. No, I think he's a, he's a model professional. Again, would would have been nice to have him a couple of years earlier. Do you know what I mean? It's like we we always tend to get players at the bookends of their career. Otherwise, you know, as you said, like the Stuart Pierces, the Nigel Winterburns, you know, literally mm-hmm. a, a season or two, or we get them like Ngakia. And people like that who are just at the beginning of their career, we never get them in yep. their pomp, you know, in the bang in the middle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a shame. Right, coming in, Scott. Let's go. Let's go right back for you. Okay, so again, um, when I first was becoming a fan, there was obviously Potsy, Steve Potts, but yeah. then I, I I need to mention I, I did like Julian Faubert, but. For- for sure. And he played central defense a little bit as well. But I loved this guy, and that was Thomas Repka. Oh, yeah. Good old Rex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, when he wasn't getting a red card. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, but, but we, we, I mean, you know, you, you've got Julian, you've got, you've got Dixie, you've got Thomas. You know, we, we love a hard man, don't we? Yeah, big and, time. Uh, yeah, no, there's some funny stories about it. And And actually, Thomas Repka's West Ham sort of, cult hero status as 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 
sort of risen since he's left the club and retired because obviously he's now he's I think he's in prison at the moment. Um, he's you know his rap sheet is quite impressive in terms of what yeah, he's been yeah. doing the last few years. Right, right. But uh, yeah, that is all good games. Right. Okay, let's go for centre backs. Um, we'll do we do two at a time. So Scott, you do your two centre backs. Who are your centre backs going to be? Um, Rio Ferdinand for sure. Yeah. And then um, I, the next one is a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Winston Reed because um, he flies so high, he touched the sky on that last <laughs> header at the yeah. final goal. But no, Winston was great. Um, but it's it was real close between him and Ginger Pele because I, I really like, really like yeah. Ginger Pele. So she yeah. deserved a testimonial, by the way. Yeah, well, I, you know, obviously he announced his retirement today, didn't he? So yeah, yeah, officially. So who knows? He did say in his in his retirement speech, um, there was obviously a massive chunk of it. The last chunk was all about West Ham, and I would love to put the carrot and blue on and say goodbye properly one day. So yeah, you know, he's properly put it out there now. So you know, yeah. <laughs> and everyone obviously likes and retweeted and shared it. So who knows? Who knows? <clears throat> but I mean, it's, you know, the good thing is though, he ha- at least he has someone like, um, at least with David Moyes in sort of charge. Obviously he was in charge when he'd finished because it was the last season. He obviously wasn't, didn't have his contract, his contract renewed either, um, him or Ginger Pele. So, um, yeah, he's, it's, you know, I think with, with a British manager, you have that sort of sentimentality of football still, still apparent. Do you know what I mean? The foreign based managers, not so much in my opinion. Um, whereas, you know, David Moyes has grown up in a, when he was, you know, a player and when he was a, a manager, you know, having players, do testimonials and, and, and go on for a long time. So who knows? He's the best person in charge of what we want to do. Um, and obviously Winston's over there, isn't he? Doing, doing, yep. you know, scored the other day for Kansas. And I think he's, I believe he's back in January. I believe he, the loan finishes in January. I think, I don't know exactly, but which I think part of the reason why personally, why Craig Dawson was a loan to buy. Um, Cause I think he may be, I don't know exactly. I'm sure someone will, you know, if I, I'm wrong, someone will tell me, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, so. No, I, I think it would be. I think it would be because just, just the way the MLS season runs, isn't it, and stuff. Um, right, coming in, Brooks, who's your centre-backs? Uh, yeah, he's already touched – you guys have touched on them both, but James Collins and Winston Reed. Yeah, nice yeah. two, nice two, nice two. Yeah, and I think we've – I think, just think – I just think it's you know I mean Winston Reed as well you know technically we go it's his it's his testimonial year this year, this year as well we signed him in 2010 off the World Cup mm-hmm. and uh, yeah no it's it's although we're saying you know there's players don't move on and stuff but then again I think with Winston I think if he wasn't injured he'd obviously be playing at that level I don't think he'd still be yeah. a West Ham player so you know it's because a lot of it was injury based and stuff um, um we had Winston Reed yeah and obviously he's doing. Pardon me. Um, it's, but it's good to see him playing as well. Do you know what I mean? Back in, yeah, yep. back like playing, you know, playing proper football. You know, it's nice because yeah. otherwise he hasn't played for so long. For me, I just think it's really nice to see him enjoying it. Obviously, he scored the other day, which is absolutely fantastic. Right. Okay. Uh, let's go left midfield. Scott, left midfield. <laughs> okay. Um, left midfield would be. Well, yes, this was my first shirt I got with a name on it, and, <laughs> and uh, that would be Joe Cole. Nice. But, I, I mean, so, I, again, just, of course, you got to mention Payette. And, uh, but I, 
I would be remiss if I also didn't mention Maddie Etherington. I loved uh, Etherington. Well, I mean, he he could fly. He was awesome. He could fly yeah. down there. But really but, Payette, but Payette maybe had the greatest year of one player. You know, but Joe Cole's yeah. my Joe Cole's my guy out there. That's a good point. Um, no, I believe yeah, you're probably right with Payette. I think he probably had you know the most, particularly in modern the modern sort of era. The most yeah. impact in one season, you know, it yeah. was only a season and a bit, really. Right. I mean, he, so, uh, so yeah. So, okay, right. We'll put Joe Cole in. And yep. who are you going to have, Brooks? Well, uh, also, the first player uh, jersey I've ever got was Payette. A little bit unfortunate. That's this one I'm wearing right now. <laughs> it's on his back right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. What makes me laugh about Payette? Everyone says, so if you say, they go, oh, I'm going to get. I'm going to get criticism, but I'm picking Payet. I think he's been picked by like forty percent of our of our of people because, yeah. as you said, got because of the because of the impact yeah. he made. But obviously, oh. the season he made the impact in. If it was like a a bog standard season, you know, when there's nothing happening about, you know, I don't know, it's the last game, the last season of the bowling, um, it yeah. would have been oh, he was a good player, but but because I think it was elevated even more in terms of what he did because of what he gave us. Cause it, we wouldn't have had that season. Yeah. It wouldn't have been as, as magical as it was without him. Yeah. And oh. um, he just hit for me. It's like, he was just like the, like the man. And I, I mm-hmm. in my, in my sort of, you know, I don't know how many years I've been supporting West Ham, but we never had the man of the league. We never had someone that everyone wanted, everyone desired. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone picked him in their fantasy teams. Yeah. And, you know, ruled a, a, an international tournament with the Euros no. and stuff like that. He was that, that's exactly that's exactly right, and he carried that right onto the French team. And you're right, we we hadn't had somebody like that, and he cha- he changed things that year. He it was amazing. And 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 we we sp- we've spoken about how you know players we get them at the bookends of their career. That was that that's the only player I can think of in sort of the modern era who you had in their prime. You know, like yeah. those sort of. You know, he was he was okay. He wasn't even in the, in the French squad, you know, when we'd signed him. And he became a freak, became his international superstar and in 18 months, and then he buggered off. But yep, yep. we had him for the 18 months. He's still doing yep. bits at the moment in the French League, but yep. not as much as he as he had when he was playing for us. But, uh, okay, we'll put Payet on for Brooks. Let's go right wing. Let's go the right midfield. Uh, let's go Brooks first. It's <coughs> a tough one. Yeah. Uh, so we're, uh, we're, are we playing a 4-4-2? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we can go four four. Okay. Yeah, it's easy, isn't it? Especially with two two of you. Keeping yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> go on then, Brooks. Who are you gonna have in the right midfield, right wing? I don't think anybody has excited me as much as maybe Jared Bowen does right now. So yeah. I think I'll I'll go with that. I think that's a good shout. I think that's an early shout because I think he is gonna be absolutely brilliant for us. You know, he's he's already come in and, and, and mm-hmm. Particularly since the beginning of the season, he's like he's adding goals to his game. He's he just seems. I just think he's really. I I was so excited when we signed him. The same sort of sense of excitement with him when we signed um, Dean Ashton. You know, very sort of young, yeah. championship player, yeah. hungry British, and you just knew they were going to do absolute stuff when they signed. You just mm-hmm. had this feeling. And with Bowen, I had that feeling. I have it a bit of a Ben Rami as well. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's you, know, good. you know what I mean? So that excitement about a player. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll put Jared in, bless him. Okay, who are you going to have then, Scott? Um. Oh, I'm Trevor Sinclair. Yeah. Come, good old I Trevor. mean, yeah. 
big fan. Big fan of the channel, Mr. Sinclair is. Yeah, is I'm big, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of his tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I like his I like his honesty, so yeah yeah it was funny we i interviewed him the day that he did a big tweet to jim white in talk sports obviously jim yeah. white. so it was that day and um and yeah and we both and i'm we have sort of mutual uh he's i'm i'm done i i i'm acquaintance of jim as well so i and so is trevor so we were sort of talking about you know about jim and stuff like that and so i actually met him in, in la actually jim white randomly um when i was over there and so we bumped into each other but uh um yeah trevor sinclair is a lovely bloke and he's yeah. just you know he was a fantastic player for us um yeah. he was just yeah a bit like you know a bit obviously but, you know to be fair i mean he played about three or four different positions for us when he was playing for us um, yeah. i think he started starting up front i think he went to right wing back a bit like antonio really and then he turned yeah, to yeah. right right wing so uh yeah. But no, he was brilliant. And uh, obviously, the same, we got him. We resurrected his career. He got into the England squad in yeah. 2002, well, probably. Yeah. And uh, he'll always be the man who crossed that ball. Yeah. Funny, really. <laughs> it's like yeah. the assist of, of, of the century, really. Yeah. Um, and he's absolutely, I just love him. Absolutely love the man. Um, Okie dokie. Let's go into central midfield then. We'll play two midfield. It's easier. Um, Scott, you can start. Who are your two midfielders? Uh, it, this this one's easy. Um, Scott Parker and I cannot go go against Mark Noble. I mean that, <laughs> that that guy that guy is the heart and soul. You know, one of the reasons I love West Ham is because of the blue blue collar mentality. I'm so grateful that the guys that I met in Boston weren't like a, a fan of one of the big six teams because yeah. then, then my experience would be totally different. That's and true. It, and I love every minute of the uh, uh, of the, the mentality of not just the fans, but of like a guy like Mark Noble, and um, like when he jumped up and poked his face, and, or when when he carried the one guy off to the side, just yeah, everything yeah. you know. And and Scotty Parker was uh, oh my gosh, he was an amazing midfielder, amazing. amazing. So th 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 those are my two guys. Yeah, and you know they'd both uh, they'd both you know put a shift in as we'd say over here. Yeah, both, yeah, definitely both push shift. And the thing about you know, and 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 it's a good point about sort of that blue collar nature because I think it all lends itself to lots. So we spoken to oh, I can't remember the name, can't remember, can't remember the name, bless her, but West Ham Philly, and and she yeah. is, is from Philly, and yeah, blue collar, and you know, and, and, the, yeah. and the Eagles, and so there was a natural. So yeah. you know relationship there and i think you're right if you know yeah. what would your life have been scott you know probably a lot more a lot more trophies <laughs> if the people you met in boston were like chelsea fans or right even arsenal or you know liverpool but uh, it was west ham and as you said that sort of that sort of blue blue collar mentality working class we'd say in the uk um it's it sort of breeds its, itself in terms of a sense of community and you would I, but guaranteed you would not have had the same you would not have them trekking the halfway across, you know, the, the across the states to meet no. you for a free beer afterwards, no. you know, or go back and, and meet Mark and all the family. No, you wouldn't no. have had that of any other sense no. of fans. That's fair. I, I wouldn't be having dreams of pie mash. Like we 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 we, we we've both been to Nathan's. You know, yeah. I've been to Nathan's a bunch of times, and and you know, it's just just every single thing about 
even just taking the, the tube into the matches is yeah. like, I mean, I mean, it's just, it's, it's insanity. And, but, yeah. but for somebody like me, I love it. So, um, yeah. I could, I couldn't imagine, uh, being a fan of any other team. And if you think yeah. about, if you think about my, my 11, they're all gritty, hard work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I that, that I can get behind and that the guys that I would want on, on, on my team. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny how you dream about pie match. I, I can't stand. I'll be a, I can't stand pie match. I really can't. My my, my wife loves it, and uh, we we you know as a, as a guy we, Nigel Khan, we 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 get his um his son owns a pie mash delivery service and like delivers it to my wife. And but I don't like it. I'll be honest. Uh, uh, I feel uh, like no. sacrilegious not saying it, but I don't like it. Um, um. yes, <laughs> I'm gonna get daggers oh. now from Nigel, but doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> If he listens, he probably listens. You know, yeah. right? Okay, go on, then, Brooks. Who are we gonna have in central midfield for you, man? Uh, well, for the same reasons, I will have to definitely select Mark Noble. Yep, love his attitude. At times, his ability on the pitch as well. Mm-hmm. He can be extremely. Mm-hmm. He can put a shift in, but he'll just look good doing it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And mm-hmm. uh, partner him with uh, with Declan Rice. Yeah, I think he's he's kind of the player that the team's been missing for mm. a while. That really solid defensive midfielder player, and uh, I think he fills that role. Yeah, no, I I agree, and I think I think with with Mark as well. I think you're right. He just seems to be like um, a bit like Doctor Who. He seems to sort of re-energize, regenerate himself. So like he starts off his career as like a like a box to box type midfielder, you know. And then he sort of regenerates himself into his defensive midfielder for many years. Mm-hmm. He's regenerated himself into his number 10 role. Yeah. But, you know, if you told him, you know, 500 and what, great, 503, four, no, 505 or six or something like that, games ago that he was going to be, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 15 years later, you're going to be playing number 10. He'd be like, what? But it just works, <laughs> doesn't it? It just works. Yeah. And now we know he's only going to be a 20 minute player now. Um, yeah. He's not going to, he's not a starter. But he's there, and as you said, you know, because of the way the team's set up, if we need some more grit, if we're playing like a Burnley or a Sheffield United, and maybe Fournells isn't going to be the man to start, um, then Mark can come on and just give you that bit of extra security. But, you know, I just think he's he's an absolute legend of the, of the, of the club. And, you know, I, I think the word legend gets sort of banded around too often now. Yeah. Um, anyone, anyone who plays more than 60 games seems to be a legend now. And it's like, yeah. well, you know, Christ, Mark's five over five hundred, you know, and it's like, so yeah. what is he then? Uber legend, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, Deck as well. I mean, Deck's he's done over a hundred games now, Premier League games at his age, and obviously captain. And you know, no one even batted an eyelid when he took the captain's armband. You know, it was yeah. everyone assumed he was going to be captain if yeah. Mark's on the pitch. He's like, well, you know, the poor lad's twenty one now. You know, he's got like, you know, you have people like, you know. Balbueno, who was captain of Corinthians and and, and Fabianski right. and all these great, yeah. you know, experienced players. And Dex, the captain. Yeah. But it, we didn't bat an eyelid. And it shows you how yeah. much you know, we we sort of um care, for, you know, we, we think of him in that, that sort of regard in terms of deck, but uh, no, he's absolutely mustard. And obviously at least we got him for another few months at least. So Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot we got a lot you know, he's the he's the future yeah. I want him to be the future captain for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. And just don't I mean gosh, I can't imagine him leaving. He can't leave. I've got I've got this weird I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's just my claret tinted glasses on. Um but 
he's not he's not a stupid boy at all. He's yeah. very clever, despite the fact of being a bit like you know a bit dim. You know, like, not like in so he, obviously football is very intelligent and yeah. social media is very intelligent, and he knows. Mark gets a free pass for quite a few games, you know. I mean, yeah, Mark might have done a five or six out of ten, and, and we've put him down as a seven or an eight because yeah. he's Mark Noble. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's been there under the tutelage of Mark Noble for many years now. He's probably been, well, Mark's been associate, well, you know, with a certain Dex, or he's known his West Ham with Mark Noble in it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. since he's been at West Ham, you know, full team, he was there or whatever. Um, and I just think he's. I think he's, you know, he's he'll be he's still if he stayed with us. I mean, he doesn't need to move to get into the England team. He's already there. Um, right. You know, we could off we could offer him the money. Uh, maybe we'll do offering the money to um, to stay. But you know, I just think he'd be a really big fish in a big in a small pond at West Ham. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. to Chelsea, yeah. I just don't have to go to Chelsea because I think they're putting him in the centre back, and then it will just be actually appalling for England because he's he's. I honestly think he's possibly one of the best players in his position in the world i really yeah. do i just think he is outstanding i can't think of anyone in the modern day who plays his position and plays it better than declan rice i'm sure there's probably loads but for me it's like you know yeah. in the Premier league definitely not um and um you know people like bruce Getz, he was you know he but he's 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 old now bless him you yeah. know in his pomp maybe but not now and fernandinho in man city is quite you know he's you know that that that's when I was surprised. I thought City might put a bid in for him because I think mm. he is a natural progression. For, you know, sort of successor to for, for Danilo because they need someone like him. Um, but they'll probably go, you know, try to do Rodri and they'll probably go back to La Liga and pick someone up for half the price because that's what they do, don't they? But uh, yeah. as long as he doesn't go to Chelsea, but you know, he yeah, <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? It's like it's mm. like when you know you've got to have an operation or you go to the dentist to have a tooth out. You know it's going to happen. Um, be trying to prolong it as much as possible yeah. by, you know, rubbing whiskey in it and, and you know, and trying to <laughs> sort of numb the pain. But you know it's going to happen eventually. So I have to just rip the band aid off soon. Okay, right. Let's go. Let's go up front. Um, Brooks, who you have yours to two strikers? Oh, I, hmm. I hmm. think that I don't know. One of my favorite players, like earlier in my memories of West Ham. Um, was Andy Carroll. I, yeah. I just liked having him up there. And he could do the spectacular, and he's physical, big guy. So I think I'd put him up top. Yeah, okay. There he is. I found him, so I couldn't find him. <laughs> it's like, no disrespect to Brooks, but I was going quite far down the list to try and find him, bless him. But Andy Carroll. And you're right. Yeah, big lad. Um, I mean, I always thought when he was on his game, he was unplayable. And, yeah. and he'd always command two defenders. So you, there must be an overlap somewhere. Do you know what I mean? I just think anyone you can, he's a bit like Antonio now. He's physical enough that two defenders have to stay with him. So you've got to think there's space for Bowen, there's space for, you know, for nows. And mm-hmm. no, I think you said him, he scored that absolute cracker of a goal against Crystal Palace, wasn't it? The, sort of the bicycle sidekick he scored. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. one of the best goals or the best, best goal I've ever seen at the London Stadium. So uh, he'll always have that in his locker. Mm-hmm. And obviously, typically, he played ninety, almost ninety minutes when he was Newcastle playing for Newcastle against us, you know, um, which was absolutely typical because we haven't managed to get that for, for years out of him ninety minutes of football. But uh, first time he plays us, yeah, ninety minutes, no worries. Yeah. So he's bless him, unbelievable and uh, mental. He's so he's just so West Ham, right? Okay, so you have got Andy Carroll. Who's gonna who's gonna partner then, Brooks? 
Uh, I think I'll go somebody with a bit more pace, play <laughs> off of him. I'll go with Antonio. Yeah, I, I really, again, I like the mentality. Always, always works his hardest, even to his own, you know, demise at times. But definitely, gotta like yeah. that for the club. So definitely go with Antonio. Definitely, he does a lot of running. Although he, he's done, I've noticed that since he started scoring, he's done less of that like mindless run into the corner for the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 he because he knows he's up front of his own. He sort of reserved his energy a little bit. Um, and and it, and it's it's paying off. Um, he's just so explosive. Could like him and Carroll up front, that'd been an absolute nightmare for any defender. And mm. like, who are you gonna? He's like the lesser of two evils. You know, you're gonna have this guy who's gonna just absolutely bulldoze me in terms of Antonio. This guy's gonna absolutely, you know, just like tower over me, Andy Carroll. Christ, I just I just I'd throw a sickie that day. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, come in, Scott. Who's gonna be your your two man? Um, okay, so. Absolutely top of the charts is Decanio. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I was, I've been so lucky. Um, two, two of the matches that I have been able to attend, I was actually with my parents at one match because one of my mates was getting married and I was in the wedding over there and it was in a castle in Scotland and it was, it was freaking crazy. But um, yeah, another story. But um <laughs> So, but I was with my mom and dad because they came over because the two families have become friends. And, and mm-hmm. so my mom and dad are invited to the wedding. And that was the um, – and, and I'm drawing a blank right now. But it was the one uh, – DeCanio took the penalty and chipped it over the goalie. And we were all just sitting there. And, like, and we were sitting on, in, in, the, um, in, in the stands before they were rebuilt. Not, not, not the two end stands. I forget what it's called. The home yeah. side. And yeah, yeah. Bef- in the old seats – with the um you know those barriers that came not the barrier but the pole that came down yeah, yeah before yeah. they before they remodeled it and yeah. we were sitting like five yards off the end line so we were right in line with it <laughs> it, was, it, it was awesome uh so decanio for sure yeah uh what a piss taker he was and then <laughs> um and i i gave some consideration to a couple people but i'm not going to pick them and one was um uh Freddie Canute, yeah, and uh, Marlon Harewood, uh, and you mentioned Dean Ashton earlier. It's just he, it's a shame he got injured. Yeah, yeah. But but what Tevez did for us that year to keep us up, it, I got to give my second forward to Carlos Tevez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good shout. And you're you're right. I mean, he was, you know, in turn, I mean, we talk about impacts and players. I mean, you know, to 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 he's to be honest, you know, I only really turn up like six months towards the end wasn't it really yeah, like he, yeah. he was like he was less like oh. headless chicken oh. and and it happens all the time in west ham we you know someone like an out of it so you know he signed him he was like oh excited and he was stuck on the right and he was just like just useless and then Moyes came in and went no you just stay up front and we'll kick the balls to you and then you do and just run and the same thing happened with carlos tevez and alan kerbishley the same things happened with antonio yeah. And David Moyes, you know, David, you stay up there and we'll just kick the ball up to you and then you just run. Don't do these pointless runs everywhere. And same as Carlos, you know, it, we've obviously interviewed a lot of players around that era. Um, and talking about, you know, that whole Tevez and Maserano thing and, uh. 
how bizarre it was and but but they also said what a great guy Carlos was and, and yeah. Javier. They're both fantastic guys. You know, they really wanted to embed themselves in the team, despite the fact not speaking the language. I think Maserano took English lessons, but basically Tevez brought a, an interpreter every literally everywhere he went, including a London nightclub once on the dance floor. <laughs> Anton Ferdinand told me. Um, so, you wow. know, just on the actually on the dance floor, you know, sort of communicating between Anton and and like the people he was with and Carlitos and but you know and and, and again he I mean he brought back the the crossed army irons you know mm. we, we hadn't done that for years since the seventies and eighties and uh, he brought back playing for another team I've never seen it I don't think ever a player come back to a club and have such a reaction that he had um, it was absolutely crazy you know because of what he did for the club and um no i thought he was i, I loved him i just thought he was just, yeah. he embodied west ham you know yeah um and and, and paolo as well you know they, they i mean they're, they're both fan, you know amazingly technical gifted players but you know carlitos just had that sort of bulldog mentality do you know what i mean it's like a little terrier wasn't it the way he ran about i mean paolo was just paolo but yeah carlitos just had this sort of energy to him it was just amazing but uh yeah no it's all good um that's it. we've done t- two for one. We've done two for one. Do you, yeah, you do, Joyce. Yeah, yeah. We've done two for one. We've done we've done a, a bog off. We call it buy one get one free. We've done a, <laughs> we've done a bog off today on Hammers Miami's Eleven, which is absolutely brilliant, guys. Look, it's, it's been brilliant. It's been lovely chatting to the both of you. We you've got enough time to go get ready for your tea time, so Thank you'll be you. all right. So that's all good. I'm yep. going to go to bed. Although right. I've, although I've had my curry, so I don't think I'm going to be. Well, I think I think I think uh, <laughs> Mrs. Budden's not going to have a, a fun oh. night tonight, but doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I might sleep in the spare room tonight. But uh, no, it's been lovely, guys. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate the backdrop yeah. as well. It's, it's great. I know you've been working on it. It looks great. I think you need to keep it there. I'm sure. I'm sure no one will complain if that happens. <laughs> You know, just <laughs> these sh- I yeah. haven't even got shirts up. You know, I mean, mine are in a little wardrobe here. I'm allowed to leave them in a wardrobe. I've had to put pink lights on or claret lights to at least make it look a bit best, Abby. But you've gone all out. So I really, really appreciate that, guys. Sure. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. Um, and obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, you know, give it a like, give it a share, um, give it a subscribe, comment, all helps out, whether it's on YouTube or Spotify or Apple iPod, uh, Apple iPod, Apple Podcasts or whatever. You know, give it a like, give it a share. Um, and until next time, from myself, from Scott and from Brooks, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. That's it. There we go. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.